Listeners. Oh, yeah. It's Godfather. We are back with another episode. Another set of ideas. Another uh, segment that we are, we're bringing back that we haven't done for a little over seven months or so, Mr. Has Lon. it been that long? Uh-huh. Wow, we've been godfathering for a long time. Yeah. So, welcome, listeners. We know that there are thousands and thousands of podcasts out there, and you could be doing lots of uh, different things at this time, but we're going to add a little value to your life, and we appreciate your ears. We're, we're going to dive a little deeper into an episode that, if you've ever wondered maybe why social media is out of control or you've gotten out of control with social media, we're going to touch on that a little bit as we talk about... Uh, A Hidden Brain episode. And Godfather is a a place where we dive a little deeper into a podcast. Keith and I listen to a podcast, so you don't have to. That's right. Or you have, uh, maybe we we pique your interest so you can dig in a little bit more on your own time. And expand your brain power. So part of our uh, body and behavior series, Mr. Long. Yes. And we're going to get going here with putting you in the hot seat. Do this it. is about you and uh, maybe what your anger trigger might oh. be. <laughs> okay. Okay? <laughs> so I've got some questions for you to see what potentially gets you um, a little little frustrated. Okay, so this is from playbuzz.com if you're looking at it, and it is titled, What is Your Anger Trigger? Okay, so here are the questions. Do you get easily annoyed? I don't really get angry. Yes, sometimes. Not really. I try to remain patient. Yeah, I have a quick temper, or it depends on my mood. It depends on my mood. Okay. Next question. What calms you down? Something else. Listening to music. Something else. That's a dumb answer. (laughs) Just just reading it. Uh, Listening to music is your second option. Yelling. Time. Talking to someone. Working out. Watching TV or cleaning. Uh, What calms you down? Time. Time. Okay. Next question. There are eight, by the way. How often do you get angry? Now and then. Every few weeks few times a week, almost every day, once a week, or a few times a day. Uh, what was the first one? Now and then. Yeah, now and then. Okay. Question four. Where do you usually get angry? Restaurants or bars? In the car? On the street? At home? At the office? Or a different, another different category? Uh... Where do you usually get angry? Um, gosh, probably with two little children, probably at home. At home? Okay. Question five. When I get angry, I usually start to pace around, start to get sweaty, start to talk loudly, prefer to be alone, or talk about it with someone else, or they do give you another Whatever that could be. I'm sorry. You're going to have to repeat the question. Sure. When I get angry, I usually start to pace around, start to get sweaty, start to talk loudly, prefer to be alone, talk about it with someone or other. Uh, Talk loud. Talk loudly. Talk loudly? Yeah. Okay. 
Question six, do you like to get angry? No, I hate it. Sometimes, or yes, I love it. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't really like to get angry. I know. These last couple are um, a little I extreme. Guess, so, guys. no? No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Question seven, do you usually accept another person's apology? It depends on the apology. Yes, I always forgive. Depends on the act that hurt me. No, I don't forgive, or I accept but never forget. I always forgive, yes. Okay. Accept. And finally, I get angry with myself when I lose control of my emotions. Is that true or false? True. Okay. So, it's calculating your results to find out what your trigger is. Your angry trigger is lazy people. <laughs> what is the one thing that can drive you completely mad lazy people you are a very hardworking person you, you have started from basically nothing and made something of yourself you know for a fact that every dream is possible if you're willing to work hard for it some people prefer to sit on their uh <clears throat> backsides all day and complain about their lives and you just can't listen to that it drives you mad if you want your life to get better work on it I, uh, what I, do you think? I I think that's actually pretty accurate. I mean, as a as someone who who works in the church and and is a leader of a lot of people, I think that's uh, that's probably pretty accurate. Huh. In, in, you know, in terms of people just not making an effort yeah. Put and something. Um, it, yeah, I I'd say that's uh you know that's that's probably more true than false. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh-huh. and the kids, I think, uh, you know, I don't know that it's laziness. It says it's just the choices they make. Sure. Um, uh, your kids are going to frustrate you. You know, that's just going to be frustrating no matter yeah. what. But, um, yeah. No, I think so I'm... mine, though a little bit qualifying, uh, my anger trigger is slow drivers. And I don't know I, the qualifier of slow. I'm not sure driving itself when people are weaving in and yeah. out. And because I think it's uh, I'm above the law and I can do whatever. Yeah, more so than the the slow driver who's just right. doing whatever he or she needs to do. But people who yeah, um, well, I mean, yeah. seem to who be, doesn't get angry when they're driving? Well, I know, but that's what it came up. I with. I would like to meet somebody that, who's never gotten can't? angry while driving. Mm-hmm. I, I think it it's it doesn't I, happen. I think you have to somehow. I don't know how how you possibly would be able to set this up consistently, but I think you would have to be able to have extra time. And music or a book on tape or something where you weren't really concentrating on right. driving. You yeah. just you'll get there when you get there. Yeah. And most people are. I'm in the vehicle to get from A to B. Right. And I, I'll do it as quickly as I can. Exactly. And, I and think, that's why they're driving all over yeah. the place. And I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. Well, and I think a lot of the anger stems from um, people feeling like they're the only competent driver sure. you know and that somebody else doing something yes. makes them automatically incompetent mm-hmm. rather than and you don't you're you're fine with yourself you yeah. don't see yourself yeah. as the incompetent one right. they're yeah and if you're doing something wrong you yeah. don't see yourself no, you know I'm, like i'm good yeah yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> everybody else yeah. <laughs> like everyone else is slow it's not that exactly. i'm driving you know ridiculously fast Hence it's my anger trigger <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, listeners, we are bringing back uh, a segment that we have done a few times. It's called uh, Bad Karaoke or Mondegreens. So Mondegreen, if you 
don't know this, you're a recent listener or you've forgotten, is a misunderstood or misinterpreted word or phrase resulting from mishearing of a lyric or song. So that's your denotative uh, definition. But really, we listen to a song and we just sort of sing along. And then we decided, we, we thought, hey, you know what? We're probably way off. Or as I was listening to this particular song, my choice for this evening I thought, you know what? Those aren't even words. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just making yeah. things up. So we want you to play along a little yeah. bit, but both Keith and I have uh, have brought a song. And uh, how this works is we play that little clip, uh, about the 30 seconds or so. We uh, share our mondegreens uh, and then kind of overlay them. Is the and I kind of did mine a little it, it, it is that um, I, I found that I was actually the first line I was right. You were, and I didn't know didn't that know I was that. right. Interesting. I've been singing it right, um, thinking that it couldn't possibly be that. Sure. But then the rest of the first um, part of the song, I have no idea what, yeah. he's, what he's saying. So yeah. Um, so that is just uh, it'll be enlightening. Yeah. I. Yeah. I was writing it down. Yeah. My, or yeah. What what am yeah. I really thinking here? And there was a, a whole line where <laughs> it, it's just gibberish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to go first? Sure. I, right. I can totally do that. All right. So um, I'm going to actually, I'm going to play it and then we'll, uh, we'll come back to it. Okay. So. This is Come On Eileen by Dexy's, Dexy's Midnight Runner. And uh, just did a quick search on Dexy's Midnight Runners. Can't name any other songs. Uh, their other popular one, this is an English band. Their other big song was Gino. Have you even heard nope. of that? I mean, this, this, this Come On Eileen like, is, is just one of my favorites to listen oh, to. Oh, so it is so good. Such a fun song. But it is. It is that's so a good. Great monogreen. But I have no I have idea no what this <laughs> idea. Um, and, and I, I, I had to seriously pause, write it all down, and look at what I was writing down. So just the beginning. Where they are coming up with this is beyond me because we can all do the um, the. The parts that you know, the refrain, yeah, yeah. chorus, yeah. Uh, what have you, right? Um, but these stanzas. So I had poor our journey road, so sat upon the radio with a million hearts over. Oh, another cry. <laughs> this is where sang a la la wute. <laughs> Your crown, so crown. Now I must feel more clever. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's very, talk about it. Very poetic, but I'm guessing that is not. No, even close. it starts off with poor old Johnny Ray. 
<laughs> there is no way you were thinking that, but uh-uh. poor old Journey Road. I I I don't know. Um, sounded sad. Sounded sad upon the radio. He moved a million hearts in mono. So mm. sad upon the radio. <laughs> he with a million hearts over. Uh, again. So it is. It is radio. No, so so. Yes, I yeah. I got that. Yeah. He moved a million hearts in mono. Okay. Um. So I'll um, well, let's back it up a little. <laughs> Again, poor poor old Johnny Ray. The radio. He moved a million hearts in mono. Our mothers cried and sang along with who'd blame them. Now you're grown, so grown up, so grown, not your crown, yeah. so crown. It sounds like. Now I must say more than ever, I should have been able to do that, but I yeah. said now I must feel more clever. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is just tura lura tura lura, like that. Okay. Actually, is what right. they have here, and then they go into, and we can sing just like our fathers. Come on, Eileen, oh, I swear At this moment, you mean everything Yeah And then we're okay Yeah Maybe Maybe <laughs> All right Perfect, great not, not bad That's not bad That's good, that's great All right Um. You ready? Yeah okay. I am um, I'm enjoying this <laughs> That's that's um that's what I'm gonna play for you. Okay. Uh, any guesses? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, because I'm bad. <laughs> yep. So let's um let's try it again. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. How do I get this? To... The the word is out. Love is out. Nope. Nope. Your? I got your. I I thought it was your, but now I'm looking at the um the lyrics. The lyrics. Yeah. I I think they may have gotten wrong. wrong. Um, but it's uh I I think the correct line is your butt is mine. Ah. On online they have it as her butt is mine. Okay. But I'm pretty sure he says your butt is mine. 
So I've been saying your butt is mine. Sure. Um, and that's actually what it is. The rest of it, I had no idea, is including at the end, he says, come on. But it sounds like he's like, like it's like a shh sound. Sure. Okay, so, so listen to it. So so it's her Got butt, your Sorry. butt is mine, going to tell you right, just show your face in broad daylight. I'm telling you on how I feel, going to hurt your mind, don't shoot to kill, come on. Come on, lay it on me. All right. All right. No way. Yes. Okay, here it is. So here, wherever we are. So, so, so I think, I think to, we're just then trying. When I pause the music, it pauses pause the recording. Everything. All right. And, well, and so, if this yeah. is repeated, this is repeated. <laughs> so our podfather tonight is uh, from Hidden Brain, an episode that was just a month ago, almost a month ago, October 7th, and it's called Screaming into the Void, How Outrage is Hijacking Our Culture and Our Minds. And I'm going to start with a question for you. Because they have this scenario, uh, and we'll actually back up because they have it about halfway through. And they talk about it as a party, but putting you back in the hot seat. So you're having a little gathering at your house, and someone comes over and purposefully sort of trashes it. Breaks something of yours, or window, or your your favorite Minnesota Twins mug. <laughs> what? What do you do? Do you, are you are you angry? Are you frustrated? Do you uh, you're okay? You're like ah, oh, it's just a glass. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, what's your what's your natural? Do you feel is your natural response to that? Uh, if if they did it on purpose, I'm, yeah, I'm mad. Okay, I mean, I'm mad. Yeah, and I may maybe I'm not going to yell, you know, but I think inside I'm probably seething. Sure. You know, and especially then, if it's your favorite Minnesota well, Twins yeah. mug. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, there's, I, yeah. I so would. do you, do you punish them now? I mean, this will, this will get us into it, but punishment in that scenario isn't really, but, well, but I you, think you want it, them to pay, you, you know, and feel, be apologetic. I, well, I think it's, it's trying to understand what's going on. Okay. I mean, I think that's, that's usually what. You know, why did you do that? What's going on? Sure. If um, it's an accident, you're not as mad. You're just upset. Y- yeah, levels exactly. Of, I, levels it, of outrage. It's just trying to understand. I mean, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be mad if there's, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but I mean, your intro was it's on purpose. If I know Correct. it's on purpose, okay, then I'm, I'm seeking to understand. But I'm probably needing to. It's probably a, like a lot of like showing restraint and not like lose my cool, right? You know, yeah. Um, but if it's you know like a belligerent, like just being a total, you know, jerk about it, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be um, <laughs> forcefully trying to figure out what's going on. So Rebecca's there. It's your house. Okay. It's your party, and she 
she goes, yeah, and kind of like pointing, <laughs> or like, or she's saying, um, no, Keith, it's okay, it's just a glass, or it's a friend. Again, this is purposeful. The person came in, and yeah, well, and again, it's it's are we threatened? Yeah, are we? Is there a sense of uh, is there safety concern? Right. Um, hmm. You know, like there's all those little yeah, yeah. things trying to figure out. Yeah. All right, so let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. so the, this episode starts with again not too long ago. This was January 2019. You may have seen it. As they were talking about it, I did recall seeing it. I didn't know all of these details. Mm-hmm. So the details, listeners, were uh, are surrounding some marches that were at uh, the National Mall area in Washington D.C. And we had uh, a Native American who happened to be there, actually uh, uh, numerous Native Americans who were there for um, uh, the Indigenous Peoples March, okay? And that coincided, uh, unfortunately, with um, another march, a March for Life. So this was um, about, uh, against abortion. And this particular group that intermingled and got wrapped up with the Native Americans was some white students, specifically from a Catholic school in Kentucky. They were uh, visiting Washington, D.C., and the clip, someone gathered a clip of um, one individual, one Native American in particular, and a few uh, students in particular, and they're face-to-face, They're wearing Make America Great hats, Mm -hmm. um, staring one another down, tomahawk chops, um, some different things. Uh, Allegedly, build the wall chants for being Mm -hmm. um, shouted, etc. And it just goes on and on and on and on. This episode starts with that and talks to one woman in particular because this was a viral video. And she was one of those people who went, she was outraged um, and started tweeting and doing some things as well that just was fairly is is pretty right. common yep. today yep right yep so did you before we go a little deeper on that i mean do you recall that at all i do okay yes, yes. and did you where were you within it because it's did you see that or where this goes is we find out that that clip wasn't really the whole story because you're just getting the snippet I never heard the full story until okay. I listened to this podcast. Yeah. So it went out all over national media. People were grabbing a hold mm-hmm. of it. Um, people being super upset uh, because this confrontation was going on and build the wall and whatnot. I don't know if it was a 24 hours later, but it was at least the next day that mm-hmm. the longer video, a couple hours, in fact, was somehow released no build the wall. No. Nope. Um, it wasn't even really confrontational. It looked like it from this particular mm-hmm. clip, but they were um, they were engaged. There was no doubt about it. There mm-hmm. was some pieces with the tomahawk chop and stuff that are super inappropriate, but um, it was totally a different. The details themselves, what actually happened, weren't accurate for how this was seen. And most important about it is how it just spread. People started to tweet it and retweet it and post it on Facebook. And the anger of having viewed this. It's crazy how little... 
how little was actually true. Yes. That's the part that blew me away was um, the they talked about when this reporter watched the full length of the video, um, how much was actually mm-hmm. happening. Um, I, I still have a hard time with the expression of the of the 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 youth in question sure um the reporter seems to give him a lot of a lot of wiggle room in in saying that oh you know i he looks nervous and um i I, i'm not a hundred percent sold on that there is kind of this smirk on his face that's but again uh, when told in regards to the way I first saw it, it yep. maybe it's just I can't unsee the smirk, right. you know. And that's so I'm 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 willing to to to, to open it up to a different perspective. But I don't know. Hirsch, it wasn't a complete like slam dunk, no um, explanation, right? For for the well, the, there, the stare down. There were some things that that weren't appropriate, right. And and why they were there. And and this uh, Native American went. He's the one who actually went. And approached the boys. It wasn't as if they were stopping him. That, yeah, that part was so really interesting. blocking yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's the one who's banging on the, his his drum and doing mm-hmm. um, fairly typical Native mm-hmm. American chants mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. movements and different things like that. And they became a part of it. Yeah, that part was interesting. Where uh, again, you you assume that these kids are blocking his path, but in fact, it's the other way around. They right. were blocking the kids' path. Correct. Um, and and I thought that was fascinating. All right, so let's layer it even more because so it continues with this individual writes an article, okay, and puts it out there. She actually she she was just. Um, she wasn't writing for um, a major newspaper at the time, but I believe submitted the, it. The Atlantic. Well, she, this is yeah. this is who Rush Limbaugh says that she was oh, working right. for. So she had just written more or less um, a little bit more than a letter to the editor, so to speak, but something like that to process her anger and frustration because she was taken aback that, whoa, I had it wrong. So she says, you know what? I need to get more information. I need to pause. I, I shouldn't have I shouldn't have added to the mm-hmm. uh, the fire. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she she puts that out there, and then it takes off even more because then they talk about Rush Limbaugh in mm-hmm. particular, where he is doing exactly what he's ramming on her about. It's like, <laughs> yeah. why won't these people stop? Get right. all the facts before uh-huh. you move forward. Uh-huh. And he says, someone from the Atlantic, and she wasn't from the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. and yep. the hypocrisy. <laughs> And his outrage and anger. So now he's angry. Yeah. And other people are angry with his anger about hers. Yeah. And it just... Yeah. It's the snap snap judgments. And, and again, that's part of why these shows are so uh, frustrating is that they're just they're jumping so quickly you know yes and they they gotta they gotta just be so fast to 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 beat somebody else to the punch you know um and they're just and they're not they're not taking the time to figure out the situation no they're they're looking at it without going into and gathering more details you're looking at it and and not thinking um 
wait a minute, what is there another possibility? Could in this case the video could the could have been that the man got in the way rather than the other way around? Mm -hmm. I mean, those those other pieces about speculation never really entered the mind. And I think a part here that was really fascinating to me was even when she talks about even when people were given the information and knew the facts what they truly were, or at least as close as you could mm -hmm. possibly be, they had it so, I don't know, ingrained or imprinted in their mind that it was hard for them to let that go and accept the, the truth. I think the majority of it is because of the mega hats. Hmm. I'm, I'm curious. Take away the hats and would it, then, it, then it becomes more just punk kids. True. But that hat is mm -hmm. so divisive in our country, you know. Um, there was just a, you know, the, the Nationals just visited the White House this last week. Yep. And, and Kurt Suzuki, one of the Nationals players, is wearing a mega hat, you know. And, and it's just, it, it, that is the trigger. Yeah. You know, and, it, and I have no idea if these, if these kids were like, were like super like into the hats or they just were like kind of like you go to new york i love new york and you throw i knew you know like like were they like super hardcore or not but i think it's those hats mm, interesting you know that that makes up people's minds like these are you know arrogant um trump supporters yeah and and they're they're up to no good whereas you know her take is you know maybe not right so it's that it is those those snap judgments, and we're very visual. This is a not only a picture but a whole video, even though it was brief in nature. So, in this podcast, they give some background, not necessarily about what you're referring to, but to the idea of anger and punishment and outrage. Where long ago, um, in society's groups, they were smaller, right? And punishment actually did keep keep people in line. So there, there was this that when someone did something wrong, punishment would happen and people would be, if you will, almost in line to, mm -hmm. uh, to give out the punishment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They knew one another. They'd see each other again. Like, I know you. Mm -hmm. And therefore, mm -hmm. this is, I'm going to smack your hand or whatever. And like, yeah, I'm going to show you. And I would find pleasure in that. This is my brain finds pleasure in that. They go so far to talk about research that even if um, you, they, they talk about it where the transgressor wouldn't be told about what was going to happen, but it's me having the satisfaction, I guess, is what I, what I was finding fascinating as well, that um, if I can punish you without seeing you, good to go oh, I, totally. I, i'm gonna i'm gonna easily be able to do it because in this case it's about me and me being able to you know you can't do it that way and therefore right and back in the day that punishment it actually really worked well now as things have changed their comments were it doesn't make a lot of changes even happen what it allows to have happen is i get more of the like-minded individuals will jump on and they will retweet they will do likes and those things but if i'm really trying to make anything change i'm not going to change your right. behavior right no way no way mm -mm. and i i wonder okay i'm going to put a tweet out there 
and I'm going to say some things, am I trying to actually make some positive impact or am I just going to get a bunch of people who are going to, again, share my beliefs and continue to, to keep that going? Well, when you, it just, we've become such a, you know, a faceless, uh, like, um, confrontations now are just so different and they I think would be completely different if you were looking at the person yeah you know four feet away like we are right now um, in the face and there's I just I'm convinced there's maybe one percent of the population would actually say the thing that they wrote sure Yes. To that person. Yeah. When they're in well, their space. They mentioned even you know. to the physical nature of it. Like, I have to decide with that punishment because there could be retribution. Um, physically, you could reach out and then yeah. I smack your wrist. Like, you shouldn't be doing that. And then you slug me. I'm like, well, right. maybe I don't want to do that. There's no physical. We're not going to see each other, as you mentioned, as well as um, I don't have to worry about. You can be half a world away. Mm-hmm. And I can put that on the, on there, and I don't get to see your face and, and what's going to go on, and people are going to join in with me. Right. So they mentioned the best way to get this do it, it's, it's the loaded language, is um, using words like uh, curse and hate and war, greed, punish, destroy, evil, diabolical, all those things within your tweet – uh, or posting, those are going to get some some reaction from other people. They will jump aboard, and um, all of a sudden, it's just going to start to take off. Mm-hmm. You can even phrase it as, can you believe? And then you mm-hmm. you just say, can you believe that they want to shut this person out or change yeah. this or uh-huh. do that? And, like, and then here they go. The threads just yep. keep going on and on and on. Uh, and it's not, it's not enough to be angry. The outrage has to grow. So again, now I'm angry about your anger about whatever the thing is. I'm yeah. I'm three, four times removed from it even. I didn't even know about it. And you're thinking, yeah, I'm here to save the world. I'm going to let everyone know and I'm going to make that change. And we need to go after this person. Yep. And exactly. there it goes. And there it goes. And yeah. and we see we see instance after instance. This one in January, we see uh, popular celebrities, um, politicians, uh, where something is taken from their examples. Were uh, our own Al Franken, Kathy Griffin. Mm-hmm. They talked about Kevin Hart and how he was going to um, mm-hmm. host the Oscars, and then some comment was twisted yep. and turned about him being racist, and then boom, yeah. there yeah. it all went. There's a movie that's coming out uh, that I think will be really interesting along the same lines called Richard Jewell. Okay. And oh, you're um, right. About yeah, the Olympics. I think yes. this, this is going to be uh, – uh, we'll have to see that and comment because I that whole thing was exactly this. Like people made up their minds, media, um, investigation, and all of that, and um, and just ruined the guy's life. Yeah. You know, I I saw that preview. <laughs> totally and ruined. You're right. Totally ruined his life. Yeah. And then and this you know, is really, they, this is before social media. Exactly. And, you, and then you go and you like read up on the actual case. And um, I mean, they they don't. I'm not spoiling anything. I mean, anyone no, can go and look history. at this. I mean, it's you know, he he was innocent, but there was enough there that people latched onto that. Um, well, it's kind of like that movie Doubt. If you ever saw Doubt, yep. um, you know that there's there's just this like. 
you know, and then you, yeah, you just, you let it, you let it go. But because know? I had that, that yeah. feeling that yeah. I can't, yeah. right. it's still like, yes. I don't even know. Uh-huh. Like, I doubt my doubt. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. And so it does end with some positives. It, it talks about, like, all of this that we're referring to, they, they talk about it as an echo chamber where just things just keep going on and on and on. And, and it leads to then... Um, I, I didn't. I didn't have time to check this. They call that slack slacktivism. It's where people then aren't really bo- going to be involved anymore because, well, why bother? Things aren't going to change. If we're really trying to change, this isn't the way to go about doing it. Right. But they did talk about if we're trying to limit some of our anger and our own outrages, um, limit those check-ins to and, and what you're posting and who is looking at mm-hmm. it. Um, post positive things. Um, you change your language or like, okay, let that part go again. Maybe I drive differently. So my yeah. triggers aren't there. Um, talk about refocusing your emotional energy uh, instead of spending it there because you're not really involved in that March or those right. things that are happening. The protests um, she su- she suggested actually go out and do something, pick up garbage, mm-hmm. volunteer, do some things that are actually action oriented that will make you feel a little bit better about it. Um, because we, we think about, well, this is how I'm keeping up on the news. And she actually said, maybe you don't, at least not in this capacity, (laughs) right? right? Uh Check your news sources on, um, and multiple perspectives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Chances are, um, if, if something's firing you up online and, and creating some kind of reaction, um, you know, that should be your cue to step away yeah (laughs) maybe right you you know like am i gonna really feel better if i engage in this chances are you're not no but again your brain is wanting that your brain is craving to be part of the the mob mentality Mm -hmm. right but i've heard from more people that have basically quit facebook because they didn't know how to stop themselves yeah and then, so then it became all or nothing and they're like, I can't, I can't even do this. And it's like, well, you can just change your behavior. Yeah. Um, you don't need to, you know, condemn Facebook altogether and just, you know, there might be a way that you can just interact yeah. with the software differently. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, we want you to interact with us. If you'd like to send us a positive tweet <laughs> at a hashtag Godfather podcast or fodder time, or again, uh, fodder heads, we enjoy that. If you want to dig deeper into this uh, episode, again, it was Hidden Brain Screaming Into the Void. Uh, we we love your ears. We love that uh, you spend some time with us every couple weeks. And we invite you to come back and, and do it again real soon. 